I muted myself. You know, it's amazing. We actually spend so much time getting all this stuff prepped and one little thing kind of can throw you off. So good morning and good afternoon, everybody. And uh, last week I didn't do, look at my hair today. This is unbelievable. All right. So this is uh, what I'm going to, uh, I wanted to mention because I didn't do it justice. Yes. Last week was Chadwick is the one who put together that, that video. And I actually uh, wrote it down. Futures past productions, right? So I want a special thank you for him and you can find him and watch his show. He's got a show. He's got a great show that he does. Make Liberty That's make Liberty Okay. So I want to make sure now I'm moving around because this thing's like literally jammed in my back. So bear with me, everybody, as I'm trying to figure this out. Okay. So um, go ahead and check that out and go ahead and listen to his show. He's a great guy and he's doing great work. So the, the video that we, our intro is awesome. So we're kind of at a, a, a a tipping point, right? Kind of at a tipping point here. As, as, uh, as somebody said a couple of weeks ago, we're living through a battle for the soul of this nation. And what's going on in the world right now uh, is literally insane, literally insane. But you have to understand uh, now that you look at it through the eyes of what Lucy's been explaining for all these weeks, this is episode 12, episode 12, right? Uh, the, the 12th gathering we've had here. So if you can look at it from that standpoint, you can really see that all of these things that are happening are demonic. Right. That's the only way you can explain this. I mean, you've got what they did with this Nord Stream, Nord Stream, as, as some people call it, Nordstrom, the Nordstrom <laughs> pipeline. Right. That, those are the people like in charge of running your life. They call it Nordstrom. Hey, they how about that Nordstrom pipeline? You're like, oh, the one in Seattle? You know, you mean like that awesome store that has those two sales twice a year? I work for that. That's why I know all this stuff. And, um, so, so when when they're when they're destroying that, they literally blew it up the other day. So, and and you, you know we did it. You you know we did it. And if if you think we didn't do it, well then you're not. You have this might be your first time watching the show. But if you watch all some of these episodes before, you know that we did it. And what's going on with the food supply and the processing plants, the food processing plants, and even the hurricane? Okay, look at the timing. You really think that this is supposed to be the strongest hurricane in like in in like a hundred years uh, on accident, right? Uh, okay, people. So. Um, all I'm saying is, is that those are demonic forces behind all that. And you might say, well, there, there are people. Well, no, that's what the demon does. The demon jumps into the body, right? The, the demon takes over the body. The shape shifting that you saw in the, in the, in the TV series, True Blood, is kind of legit, right? So I encourage you to watch the past episodes. Tell your friends about this because it will help explain the world that you live in. And it'll also give you the tools in order to get through what's coming next. Because it's going to get a lot crazier. It's going to get a lot hairier. And really at this point, yes, there's take action items you can do because we talk about them all the time, like azsavesamerica.us. And that's the campaign that we're doing. We're asking everybody to go ahead because let's, let's just keep it simple. The machines are the reason why there's a certain people in certain positions in political power right now. So if you don't have the machines, then you can actually have an honest election. And if you have an honest election, you have the people in there that aren't so demonic, right? So we want to ban the machines. So if I'm asking everybody to go to the one-click email campaign to ban the machines in Arizona, you can do it once a day. Tell 10 of your friends, azsavesamerica.us. And I'm looking at the clock. Lucy's strumming the guitar. That's my cue. But here's the thing. Literally, this this show will actually give you all the tools and the 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 this, this, the confidence to, to move forward because you've got to pray every day. You got to repent, especially if you took that non-vaccine bioweapon, and you got to get strong because what's coming is gonna be it's gonna be some hairy, scary stuff. And uh, getting on your knees every day doesn't doesn't hurt you. So uh, I encourage you to share this show with everyone. Uh, watch the past episodes. Watch them multiple times. You'll get more information. You go to JesusRocksLive.com. It's right there on the screen. JesusRocksLive.com. That's past episodes. You can send prayer requests in there. Lucy's email is, is in there. Uh, and also you can put prayer requests or if you've got scriptures that you want her to, to mention or if you have any questions, you can always put those in the chats in the various different platforms. And if we can't get to them during the show, we'll make sure that we get to them and bring them up on future shows. All right, so I just want you to, to, to have some prayer requests now. I want you to pray for the people that are in Florida. I want you to pray for the warriors that are out there that are fighting, that are busting their rear ends uh, in the freedom movement, and also the ones that are that are under attack, like Tina Peters, our buddy, and Mike Lindell. And you know what? You can start doing it for Lucy and I in this show because we're starting to get it too. And we're cool with it. Like, I'm cool with it. Just throw us a couple prayers, like, you know, an extra minute. Just boom, say, hey, got to 
prayer, little prayer for those two yahoos. So yeah, and we, we can take it. So just go ahead and every once in a while, just throw one out there. We'd appreciate it. And this Friday, make sure you tune into our show on brighteon.tv. I'm going to have Mel K on it. That's 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Every And that's at brighteon.tv. All the information is at everythinghomeaboutus.com. That's on the lower third there on the deal. And then I just wanted to mention one of our awesome partners right here. You can see this. This is Grave Care. Grave Care, that was, um, it was, uh, was Patricia, and uh, she's uh, she's there to be an advocate for people when they have medical issues. And I can tell you right now, that's going to be happening even more so. You don't want to go in those places alone. All right, so today's episode, episode 373, Witches, Symbols, and Lies. Oh, my. Grab your belt of truth. Grab your Bible. Grab your pen and paper. Put on your common sense cap and be prepared for another incredible episode. Pray, plan, take action. All right, Lucy, it's all yours. Worship our great God. It's time to worship. It's time to worship. I searched the world, but it couldn't fill me. Man's empty praise, the treasures that fade, are never enough. More than you. humbly come before you this morning in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God. We love you. We thank you. We worship you, Father God. We love you for everything you give us, Father God. You are in control. We ask, Father God, that you protect the people of Florida right now as the storms rage on. We ask that you protect us, guard our hearts, Father God. Open our eyes, open our ears, soften our hearts, Father God. Let us hear you. Let us see you. Let us know you. Let us worship you. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Good morning, everybody. We've got a lot to cover today. Um, so I'm going to get right to it. So make sure you get your Bibles out and get a notebook because I'm going to do some more rapid fire. I got a lot, a lot of notes. <laughs> um, so we're going to get this going. Um, we're talking about 
witchcraft symbols and lies. And uh, we've been experiencing all of it most of our lives as we've been talking about these last several weeks. Um, so before we get started here, I'm going to just read the definition of witchcraft, because I think a lot of us, when we when we hear, you know, when we hear devils and Satan, we think horns, pitchfork, ugly, right? When we hear witchcraft, we think which the hat, the pointy hat, the black, the the broom, the cauldron, the green nose, right, with the the warts. It's it doesn't look like that. Okay, it doesn't look like that. As a matter of fact, um, sadly, the modern church doesn't know the difference between God and Satan. Okay, so what is witchcraft? Definition of witchcraft. Witchcraft is the attempt to control people and get them to do what you want by use of any spirit that is not the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit doesn't control you. Okay, so if it's trying to control you, it doesn't. That's not Holy Spirit. They'll use any other spirit. Um, the goals of witchcraft are to manipulate, intimidate, and ultimately to dominate, to control, okay? So witchcraft is the attempt to control people and get them to do what you want by use of any spirit that is not the Holy Spirit. The goals are to manipulate, intimidate, and dominate or control, okay? Now, I said the modern church doesn't know the difference between God and Satan because the lines have been blurred, and that's deliberate by Satan, okay? We've talked about the failures of the church. If you will turn to 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 11, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, beginning at verse 14, uh, Paul says, they are deceitful workers who disguise themselves as apostles of Christ. But I am not surprised even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no wonder that his servants disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Okay, so the witch, the witchcraft, the sorcery, the, the demonic, it, it appeals to us. It sounds right. It sounds good. It sounds righteous. Remember in Deuteronomy 18, God says, don't mess around with it because you don't know what you're getting into. He doesn't say don't mess around with it because he's a mean God and he doesn't want us to have fun. He's saying don't mess around with it because it's a demonic power that lies to you. It'll make you believe you have all this control over it and that you are controlling it, but it is actually controlling you. And we're going to get deeper into that. Um, Paul had several experiences with, with demons. Um, in Acts chapter nine, there was a, there was a Simon the sorcerer. If you read about Simon the sorcerer, he was basically controlling the whole town. He had them all thinking in, in, in one way that was not uh, the, the thinking of Christ. And Paul had to straighten them out. Uh, there's another there's another situation in the Bible where there's a girl who's following Paul and 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 his uh, assistants around, and she's literally telling people, "Hey, he's here. He's going to tell you about Jesus." Blah, 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 blah. He's going to. And she's telling the truth. But Paul has a has discernment because he follows the, the Lord, and the Lord shows him she's not uh, she's not from me. She's agitating, and so Paul has to deal with her. It's discernment. That's why we have to be in the word. That's why we have to know what God says and what God wants, because the deceptive spirits are, are too, too familiar and our lines get blurred when we don't have the word of the Lord. And I see a lot of people go, well, I think God would. That's danger because you're putting your mind into God. You can't say, I think God would blah, blah, blah. You have to say, well, God says, God says, okay. Um, so we talked about the definition of witchcraft. So the uh, the number one target of witchcraft is strong leadership. They don't want strong leadership because normally strong leadership is is male dominant, right? Patriarchy, God, and so they reject that. They don't want Father God. They want Mother Earth. They don't want to worship the Creator. They want us worshiping the creation. You see. Second uh, Corinthians, again, turn back a few pages to chapter one, verse 12. Here's, here's strong. This is a strong, faithful person that, that the witches will come after. Second uh, Corinthians chapter one, verse 12. We can say with confidence and a clear conscience that we have lived with a God-given holiness 
and sincerity in all of our dealings. We have depended on God's grace, not on our own human wisdom. That is how we have conducted ourselves before the world and especially toward you. Okay, so you see, they don't want that kind of strength. When we have strength in the Lord, they're powerless. So they don't want us to have that kind of confidence and strength. So they come after it. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's sad, but they come after it. Like if you see uh, young pastors who wind up falling away, there's been a lot of them. They'll have affairs with younger women in the congregation and stuff, especially the youth pastors. That's, that's witchcraft. That's, that's a demonic element to take away leadership. You see, we have to look at things for what they really are. All right. So let's look at some Wicca stats. Cause this is really fun here. Um, Cause while we're being quiet Christians in our little corner, sipping our lattes and watching our skinny jeans pastor on the big screens, um, Wicca is the fastest growing religion in the country, probably in the world, but at least in our country, it's doubling every two and a half years. Okay. Doubling in members every two and a half years. Right now we have registered and unregistered Wiccan. So like people who actually are, are proudly proclaiming they belong to the church of Wicca or whatever that is. Um, there's 200,000 of those, but there's over 8 million who practice witchcraft that are unregistered. Um, this was scary. And I didn't even realize this until I started doing some research. There are endless online witch schools. You can go to witch school, like college. You can go to witch school. YouTube channels, check out YouTube, type in witchcraft, spells, Wicca, and woof, channel after channel after channel after channel. A lot of mostly young girls, they found their strength in witchcraft and they love it. And they think it's, it's beautiful because they, they call themselves, um, Good witches. Remember, Wizard of Oz gave us that, right? Bad witch, good witch. There's no such thing. They say, well, no, we do light level magic. Like, you know, we're about the environment and we're about goodness and loving people and tolerance. And that's not true. That's a lie. They may believe it because Satan's using them too, you see. But there's no such thing as light magic or white magic or good witches. Get it out of your mind. There's no such thing. We have a love affair with witches and we've had it since the Wizard of Oz. So it's been our whole lives and we raised our kids on a love of witches. I'm guilty of this, guys. Bewitched. All the shows. Sabrina, the teenage witch. Let's look at all these witch movies. Look at look at them all. Vampire movies. Witch, 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 witch. Um, the Craft was a movie in 1996. That actually sparked an uptick in young girls practicing witchcraft because the, the movie was about a bunch of high school girls who were getting bullied and they couldn't figure out how to deal with the bullies. So they turned to witchcraft and started dealing with the bullies. The end of the movie, the, the witchcraft turns against them, right? And winds up coming after them because that's what it does. Demons are lying. They're lying to you too if you're practicing witchcraft. Okay. Sadly, this is, this breaks my heart. Cause I have a, I have a millennial. Um, and I raised my, my daughter up in the church. And I remember when I was raising my young millennial daughter in the early nineties, all of my friends were appalled that I was forcing my religion on my child. And how could you do that? You know, our parents did that to us and, and it's just wrong. We should decide for ourselves when we're older, what we believe in, that's what I'm going to let my kids do. A whole generation of parents did that. And so the millennials are the most in love with witchcraft. They love Wicca. They are all about astrology, Ouija. Tarot card sales are on the rise. Look at tarot card sales. People are like searching out tarot cards and they're not cheap. Um, because the millennials were raised on all things Harry Potter, right? all things, which, and no, we're not going to, I'm not going to impose my beliefs of God on my children, but I'll impose my love for witchcraft and Harry, I'll read those books to them. Yeah. Millennials cast spells for money, jobs, and protection. They're living in a world that's uncertain. The only solid rock is the rock of Jesus Christ. And yet they haven't even been shown who God is. So they latched on to witchcraft. 
Harry Potter. So sad. But they think it's awesome. So manipulation, intimidation, and domination. Let's talk about these for a minute because they come from our carnal nature. Our carnal nature is our human nature. We have two sides to us. Without God, we are defaulted to our carnal nature. Okay? So please get your Bibles and turn to Galatians chapter 5. Okay? We're going to talk about our nature. Galatians chapter 5. We're going to turn to chapter uh, chapter 5, verse 16, okay? So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Manipulate, intimidate, control. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. This is why the road to hell, they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. We're not free because those two spirits are fighting each other. But when you are directed by the Holy Spirit, you are not under the obligation of the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, Hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and more sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. We're all going to heaven, right? That's what the church tells us. God loves everybody. Everybody's going to heaven. What is, yeah. But, verse 22, the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we live by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. Because when we resort to our human nature, guys, we get the desire to manipulate, intimidate, and dominate. Okay? It's our carnal nature. The Bible says some people are born with it. Okay? We're all born sinners. Okay? We're all born sinners. Psalm 58.3 says these wicked people are born sinners and even from birth, They have lied and gone their own way. So we are all born with this desire. Okay. The difference is some of us will squash it. Some of us will turn to God and the godly will control those desires because God, the Holy Spirit will do that for us when he lives inside of us and when he's upon us because we are obedient and we love him and we're faithful not doing it begrudgingly. If you don't want to read your Bible, if this is like a chore for you, then your heart's not right. Then keep praying for a clean heart. Okay. Um, So let's look at some examples of how this works, because I know we're all still thinking it's an outside thing that we can see. It's not. They're spirits. Okay. It's a spirit. It's a nature and we all have it in us. So we have to be really careful of it. Um, 
The, the most obvious is the, the television. We talked about that last week, right? Tell a vision. That's exactly what it does. It's mind control is witchcraft. Okay. It's advertising. Come your commercials that you watch, endless commercials, right? When you're watching your show, even your shows will, will um, um, mind control you. But the commercials, that's concealed witchcraft, like the subliminal stuff, right? Um, advertising appeals to our pride and our, our covetousness. Those are demonic energies that Satan uses to get us away from God. And so what happens when we watch all these shows and we're, put, we're, we're subjecting ourselves to endless hours of television, um, it makes us want what we don't need and it makes us buy what we can't afford. Okay. And look at how that can lead us away from God. It leads to addictions, pres endless prescriptions. You need this. 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 You need this drug. If you have this symptom, get this drug, get this drug. So now they get us addicted to prescriptions, um, body image. You want to look like this. You want to look like this. You should look like this. If you, you know, uh, shopping, buy this, buy this, buy this. Shopping's an addiction. It's a drug. They know it. So they get to us. Um, sadly, we're going to have to end Brighteon right now. So Brighteon, go over to jesusrocks.live, uh, jesusrockslive.com and catch the rest of us there. We'll see you, Brighteon. We love you guys. Uh, let's keep going. Um, how do men exhibit witchcraft? Okay. They don't know. This is all supernatural. You don't even realize that you're doing it. Okay. Um, men who are, you know, angry, violent tendencies, they just fly off the handle real easy. They have no self-control. Self-control is a fruit of the spirit. Anger in righteousness is justified. Okay. If you're angry because of what, what, what pedophiles are doing to our children, that's justified anger. Okay. That's godly anger. We should be angry. We should be so angry about that kind of stuff that we're willing to do whatever needs to be done to stand against it and protect our children. But if you're just getting angry because you're not getting your way, that's witchcraft. Okay? It's a spirit that's forcing you. You want to control others. You need to have what you want and you're not getting it. So you're throwing a tantrum. Guess what? Kids do that too. That's witchcraft. You're going to intimidate. You're going to, you're going to get in somebody's face and yell at them until they give you what you want. You're going to intimidate them. Intimidation. Manipulation. Intimidation for domination. How about women? What do women do in their relationships? They cry. They get emotional. Okay. God gives us emotions, but we're also supposed to control those emotions. Self-control is a fruit of the spirit. You should be emotional in love and worship. Isn't it funny? We'll go to church and we'll worship like this while we're singing those hymns. But then we fly off the handle with, with unchecked emotions at the first sign of somebody hurting our feelings. I mean, come on, guys. we got to wake up to this. It's witchcraft. It's deliberate to take us away from a relationship with God. And Hosea 4, 6, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. So they've made sure we don't know anything. And we're just going by what we want to do. Don't read the Bible. Don't know God. Don't pray. You don't need to do all that. God's good. He loves you. You're going to heaven. Don't worry about it our whole lives. Watch, watch Harry Potter. <laughs> our whole lives. Just shut up about God. Watch Harry Potter. Everything's good. Everything's fine. So women, we get our feelings hurt. We cry. We have emotional breakdowns. We throw tantrums. We got to have our wine. He doesn't love me. If you really loved me. Really? That's manipulation, ladies. It's witchcraft. Don't realize that we're doing it. Children, you know, they throw tantrums. They get rebellious against their parents. That's witchcraft. Parents can manipulate their children's too. Oh, really? You want me to love you? Then you better clean your room. Conditional love, witchcraft. Sadly, women are more prone to subject them to witchcraft than men. Who fell, who fell in the garden first? Sorry, ladies, but that's what it is. All right. So how does witchcraft look in the church? Witchcraft in the church. Uh, if you hear messages like, uh, oh, you want healing, you got to send more money. Yeah, well, you, haven't, you haven't been healed from that disease yet. You're not tithing enough. You need to give more. Send that check and we'll make sure you're healed. Um, if you're in a church that is saying, you question your pastor, you're questioning God. Don't you dare question your pastor. Your pastor knows everything. You need to be loyal to your pastor. Do not question your pastor. That's a cult. It's not a church. They're practicing witchcraft. Get out. And a good pastor will tell you that. A good pastor will tell you. I don't know all the answers. I'm just doing what, what God has led me to do. A good pastor will sit down and, yeah, let's figure this out. They won't just go, 
whoa, you challenged me with a question. How dare you? A lot of people will do that. Be careful of the church you're in. Turn to John chapter 16, verse 14. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. So if any church is telling you to give glory to your pastor or give glory to anybody but Jesus, run. You're in a cult. They're practicing witchcraft. All right. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna convict a little bit. So sometimes the Holy Spirit hurts. We don't want to get hurt. <laughs> we don't want to get hurt. We want to hear good things. And this is our fault. Okay. We don't talk about any of this stuff. So while Wick is growing, they're 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 getting more and more and more members. And the young people love witches and all the TV shows. Look at your TV show lineup. Look at children's TV lineup. It's all about witches. It's all about magic. It's all about demons and devils. Okay. They are ushering this generation into all things supernatural, evil, antichrist. Okay. And guess what? 95% of the churches are doing. Oh, oh, that's really too bad. Oh yeah. No, I, you know what? I pray. I pray. Yeah. I just, I pray. Yeah. Prayer is everything but it's not all prayer and action. We have to take action. You have to stand against. Yeah, no, I'm not going to let you do this to our children. No, I'm not going to let you teach that to our children. I'm going to stand in the classroom. I'm going to be the, 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 the uh, classroom mom. I'm going to make sure the teacher doesn't say anything like that. And if you do, I'm going to interrupt you. We need to be in here, guys. We need to be actively involved. But guess what? Not only is the church silent, but 95% of the church actually believes a lot of the stuff that the, that the wishes do. How many of you who sit in church believe in climate change? How many of you think we need to preserve, we need to watch our water, we need to watch this, watch that, because we're going to run out? Doesn't God say he gives it to us in abundance? He provides everything. So you don't trust God. That's a not a trust in God. How many of you believe in fossil fuels? Let this sink in, guys. We got to question everything. Fossil fuels. So we're supposed to believe a bunch of dead dinosaurs turned into all of the world's oil supply. And when we run out of the dead dinosaur oil, we're SOL, guys. There's nothing left. What does God say? Are you looking at the Bible? Or are you just believing what you're told? God says he gives everything to us in abundance. He'll provide. We don't have to worry. The birds of the trees never worry. All right. Well, because we don't want to hear the truth. So well, we're gonna, I'm going to hit us a little hard. The actual truth is we want to blame the pastors for not teaching us. But if the pastors were actually teaching us these truths, the churches would empty out. And they do. Statistically, Pastors who preach, it's called fire and brimstone or hellfire sermons. That's what you would call me. That's what people call me. I'm all hellfire all the time. Um, people in my church, I'm, I'm hellfire. But sadly, people don't want hellfire. They don't want to know the truth. They want ears tickled. And we're going to show you this advertisement to get your ears tickled. And look at the people. Look how many. Look how many buy into this. Uh, Michelle, can we... Hold that up or we've... In today's uncertain times, life can feel overwhelming and leave you struggling for answers. But you can overcome life's challenges. Wake up every morning inspired and looking forward to each day. Introducing the Inspiration Cube, the easy to use portable audio system filled with life-changing messages of hope, guidance and strength from Joel Osteen, one of the world's most inspiring spiritual leaders. You may feel today like you're trapped. That is not how your story ends. Some dreams are waking up, hope is waking up, abundance is waking up. With the simple push of a button, remove those negative thoughts with a new message to inspire your day. God is saying to you, you have struggled long enough. Unexpected blessings are coming your way. Over 400 of Joel's greatest inspirations ever assembled, all on this easy to use audio listening cube. 
It's all positive. It's not negative. Our lives are changed completely. Start each day with just a touch and sit back for a powerful message of hope, guidance, and inspiration. The forces that are for you are greater than the forces that are against you. It makes you really energized. God is in control of your life, and boy, have I seen the blessings. He put the hope in my heart. Refuse the negative thoughts that prevent you from reaching your goals and take back control. You can't think negative thoughts and live a positive life. If you'll get your mind going in the right direction, your life will go in the right direction. It was almost like a friend was speaking to me. I'm at peace. My victory's already accounted for. The Inspiration Cube, filled with the best of the best from Joel Osteen for the ultimate collection of the most powerful daily inspirations ever assembled. What God has in your future is much more than you've imagined. Challenge yourself today to be the best of you tomorrow. Okay, so all positive, no negative. It's all positive, no negative. There's no evil. There's nothing bad. Everything's good. Everything's roses. And how about the last guy? Oh, I feel like a friend is talking to me. Yeah, a familiar spirit, not the Holy Spirit. A familiar spirit, a friend. Witches don't come in. <laughs> They come as your friend. It's a spirit that makes you feel so good. All positive, no negative. Yeah, was Jesus dancing on his way to the cross? Hey, it's positive. Well, keep hitting me. I'm taking on all the sins of the world because this is great. Wake up. You got to wake up. Um, real quick, because we're going to get into symbolism. Um, no, let's get into symbolism right now. Okay, so. Here's a quote from Foster Bailey. He was a 33rd degree Mason and he wrote the book, The Spirit of Freemasonry. A symbol, quote, a symbol hides or veils a secret and it is that which veils mysterious forces. These energies, when released, have a potent effect. Symbolism is everything to Satanists and witches because they can hide in plain sight with symbolism and they can communicate with each other through symbolism. But more, more fun for them, they troll Christians. They love it. It's hysterical to them. Okay? Mask and distance. Mask and six feet. Wear your mask. Stand six feet apart. <laughs> We're all practicing satanic ritual. We're all worshiping Satan. Okay? Um. Fritz Springmeier wrote a book, Bloodlines of the Illuminati. This is really interesting. Okay, so before we get this, before I read this quote, the cube, the inspiration cube, the black cube of Satan. Okay, look it up. It's everywhere. You'll see black cubes that's called art. It's a black cube of Satan. Look it up. Isn't it interesting that the inspiration comes in a cube from Joel Osteen? Did you see all those people? We got a lot of work to do. Those, that's our job. We got to get those people out of that mindset. Anyway, um, so Fritz Springmeier, bloodline, he wrote Bloodlines of Illuminati. He said, people are Christians now, but people that are Christians now, but were Satanists, recognized President Clinton's signal at his inauguration as a sign of Satan. That seems fairly cut and dried, and it is. Clinton communicated what he wanted to the people to whom he wanted to communicate. The whole affair with him flashing the satanic hand signal took only a couple of seconds. So let's look at this hand signal because we all use it. See it? We all use it. Um, back to the, the Illuminati book. Quote, how easy it has been for the elite to persuade the stupid and gullible to enter into satanic bondage. In giving the El Diablo, that is exactly the message the giver is signaling the devil. I'm yours forever, Satan, heart and soul, I'm yours. What do we say it is? Oh no, it's the rock and roll sign. Oh no, put your thumb out and it's rock and roll. No, thumb in, thumb out, it doesn't make a difference. It's still the El Diablo sign. It is thousands of years old, okay? It is a thousands of year old pagan symbol of greeting. 
Hail Satan. Ha! Literally. And we've, we're all doing it. Can we show some pictures of some of our... Yeah. Doesn't matter if your thumb's in or out, guys. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Statues. Look at I love you. That's the I love you American Sign Language. That's I love you. Can we go back to the Baphomet hand? I love you, Satan. I love you, Satan. Go back to the... I love you, Satan. Look at our presidents. I love you, Satan. Hailing to us. Look, there he is. There he is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there he goes. There's your royalty. You love the royalty so much. Yeah. Okay. Where'd we get the symbol? Yeah, not that yet. Where'd we get the symbol? Well, let's look at it. Helen Keller, our hero. Oh my gosh. What an inspiration. The miracle worker. My daughter has an Arizona award for portraying Annie Sullivan in that amazing play about this hero, 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 Helen Keller. Let's look at Helen Keller. Helen Keller was a communist. Did you know that? Helen Keller was a theosophist. What is theosophy? It's a new age religion. Madame Helena Bravatsky wrote a book on it called The Secret Doctrine. It's merging Eastern mystical and Western mystery, and you promote a new religion. Didn't we talk about syncretism last week and how 62% of our pastors are doing that now? I'm calling it Christianity. Um, they claim to promote world peace. Uh, they don't distinguish between race or creed or financial status. We love everybody. We're tolerant. Everyone is their own God. Everyone's their own God. Now, interestingly, um, Bravatsky, they call God Jehovah. Jehovah's Witnesses, Jehovah. It's not Yahweh. It's Jehovah. And this comes from the Rosicrucians and then well, the Kabbalists. It comes from the Roman androgynous god Jove or Juno. And so they put Jove ha, Jove ha, Jehovah, and they substituted it for Yahweh. Yahweh is our God, the one true God. Jehovah is Juno, the androgynous Roman god. So we've got to be careful. Um, Let's get back to Helen Keller. Here's a quote from Helen Keller. Whew. Well, actually, before we get to the quote, let's look at what she stood for, because this is really kind of cool. Um, where is it? Oh, here we go. Helen Keller was a population control advocate. As a matter of fact, she loved Margaret Sanger, who was also a theosophist um, and a eugenicist. And Helen Keller was a eugenicist. Helen Keller thought we should use birth and birth control for to make sure that we don't have disabled children. You don't want to be born like me. So we need birth control, okay? Helen Keller went so far, she tried to push Margaret Sanger. She said, we need more than just birth control. We need a license if women want to have a baby. You should have a license for pregnancy. This is Helen Keller. She opposed war. She was a communist. She worked, uh, went for social rights, uh, uh, workers' rights and socialism. She helped found the ACLU. Interesting. She invented over 60 hand signals that are in the American Sign Language. Her most popular, El Diablo. After thousands of years, El Diablo is known in the Satanic Bible as the horned hand. El Diablo is known in Wicca as Satan's hand sign. El Diablo is Spanish. Uh, thousands and thousands of year old pagan occults would use it as a greeting. El Diablo is the gesture of the satanic salute or sign of recognition between Satanists and other unholy groups. Helen Keller, our hero. See what we believe. No, it means I love you, Satan. Helen Keller, here's a quote. Since my, this is from her biography or whatever. Since my 17th year, I have tried to live according to the teachings of Emanuel Swedenborg. By church, in quotes, he did not mean an ecclesiastical organization, but a spiritual fellowship 
of thoughtful men and women who spend their lives for a service to mankind that outlasts them. So who's Emanuel Swedenborg? Well, he was, he called himself a Christian. Of course, everybody does. That's why we use that uh, loosely. He was a, a pluralist, okay, meaning, you know, take on all the different stuff. Uh, he was a scientist, a philosopher, a mystic, an astronomer, an author, a mining engineer, and the founder of the Swedenborgian church that Helen Keller worshipped in her whole life. Think about it. She's blind and she's deaf and she wants to say, I love you. Why can't you go, I love, love over your heart. I love you. I love you. My heart. I love you. Why wouldn't this be? Why did she choose that? Look at who she was. We do it. I love you, Satan. For lack of knowledge, my people perish. We're not excused from this when we stand in judgment. God will say, I sent you everything. Remember that, that there's that joke about the guy who's drowning and the helicopter comes and he goes, no, no, I'm waiting on the Lord. And the boat comes, he goes, no, 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 I'm waiting on the Lord. And finally, you know, he drowns and he goes, he's at the, he goes, God, why didn't you help me? He goes, I sent you a helicopter. I sent you a boat. Dude, I'm sending you all these people to tell you the truth. You're choosing not to believe it. You're choosing to continue doing what you're doing. That's on you. Okay. We use it in our music. Okay. So it was Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath. Remember we talked about him last week and what his music did to a lot of kids in the eighties because it is demonic and there is power in music. As a matter of fact, Daniel chapter three, what does the king do? Hey guys, when you hear the music, when my rock music starts blasting, when you hear the drums and the cymbals and the, the trumpets and the guitars and the bass, get on your knees and worship my statue. What do we do? We go to these concerts and you hear the music. Ah! We're all with our, ah, yeah, right? Fraternity, sorority hand signals. They're evil. They're demonic. They're demonic. Okay, so we got to take action. How do we, what do we do? How do we stop this? What do we do? We don't just go, oh, yeah, you know, that's really, too, I'll just pray. I don't, I'm not going to say anything. I'm, I don't want to hurt anybody. I'm just going to pray. Hey, if you see somebody is like, hey, you know what? I think your brakes um, aren't going to work. You might want to slow down. Your brakes are like going to fail. Hey, your brakes are going to fail. Your brakes aren't connected. That's what we have to be a little bit louder. Not... Hey, you know, I think you're like, I just like, I noticed your brake lights on and your brake, you're going really fast and I don't want to hurt your feelings, but somebody's driving off the cliff. They're practicing this stuff, especially young people. We've got to be there for them. So first, here's our action. Don't be lazy. Get your, get your notebooks out. Cause I'm going to rapid fire Bible verses. Don't be lazy. God has a lot to say about laziness. Okay. If you are not carving out time every day to read your word and study and get to know God. If you are not worshiping, if you are not praying, if you don't want to do these things, then you have no heart for God. So that's your first thing. Get a heart for God. Keep asking him, begging him, show me, Lord, create in me a clean heart. Because when you have a clean heart, you want to learn. You can't get enough. God opens up that Bible and you can't get enough of it. So, 2 Thessalonians 3, 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 10. Those not willing to work will not get to eat, okay? Proverbs, I'm not going to read them all. I'm going to list them. Proverbs, because there's a, God has a lot to say about laziness in the Proverbs. Proverbs 13, 4. Proverbs 10, verses 4 and 5. Proverbs 6, uh, verses 6 through 11. Proverbs 21, verse 25, Proverbs 19, verse 15, Proverbs 12, 24. Look all those up. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my father will enter. Oh, yeah, that's a shame. Kids are getting traffic. I just won't do anything. There's so much we can do. We can get active in our government and change laws. We can stand out in front of the school. Like I said, you can sign up to be a, a schoolroom mom. Force your way in there. 
All right. So first, don't be lazy. Next, you got to know God. You got to know God. None of this, well, I don't know, but I think God would. No, know God. Not I think what God might do. What would God do? Pick up your Bible and look it up. Test everything. Joshua 1 verse 8. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Study it continually. Meditate on it day and night. Commit yourself to God, okay? Don't be lazy. Know God. Now that you know God, commit yourself to God. Joshua 24, verse 20, uh, Joshua 24, starting in verse 14. So fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshipped when they lived beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods of your ancestors serve beyond the Euphrates? Do you prefer Joel Osteen's cube? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Okay? Commit yourself. Are you going to serve God or not? We're holy. Remember, being holy means set apart. We're in the world. We have to be in the world because we're here. But that doesn't mean we're of the world. If you don't look different, then you're then you're of the world. Okay? In the world, not of the world. Yeah. Sorry, I don't want to go see that movie. Jeez, what's wrong with you, Lucy? Why don't you want to do... Because I, I don't know. I just, I'm not into it. I just don't want to. I don't want to see movies with devils and demons. I mean, aren't there enough in our real world? That's being different, okay? Yeah, your friends aren't going to invite you to the movies much because they want to do all that. They're of the world. We're in the world. We're not of the world. And finally, we got to watch. We got to pray. And we've got to speak out. We've got to act on this. We cannot sit quiet and let this bowl us over. We did that in 1973. We did nothing when they passed Roe v. Wade and we've got 64 million babies. Now they want to do it again. Are we going to be quiet and let them do it again? Or are we going to get loud and stand for God? 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4 verse 1. Dear friends, do not believe Everyone who claims to speak by the Spirit, you must test them to see if the Spirit they have comes from God, for there are many false prophets in the world. Test these spirits, guys. They're familiar spirits, but they're not holy spirits. Test them against the Word of God. Ephesians 1, 18, 19. Pray. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called, his holy people, who are his rich and glorious inheritance. If you're watching this show today, you've been called. I pray that your hearts are flooded with his light. I also pray, Ephesians 1:18, 19. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe them. We need to pray this over each other too. Remember, if you love the world and if the world loves you, you're not following Jesus. Because John 15, 19, the true vine, he says the world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it but you're no longer part of the world. We're in it. We're not of it. So you're not going to make a lot of friends in this walk, but that's okay. That's okay. Because God will bring you the people who he wants you to be with. His people. That's okay. We can't walk with God and hold hands with the devil. We've got to let go of the devil. 
If you got a license plate that says fear the fork or AZ devil or devil mom, get rid of it. Just get rid of it. Turn it in. Okay. Turn it in. I'm going to read this poem. And then we're going to show a couple more things and then we're out of here. This is a poem by Jeff O'Hara. Why call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things I say? You call me the way and walk me not. You call me the life and live me not. You call me master and obey me not. If I condemn you, blame me not. You call me bread and eat me not. You call me truth and believe me not. You call me Lord and serve me not. If I condemn you, blame me not. All right, a couple more pictures and we're out of here. Symbolism is everything. Look at the, 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 the Democrat National Party. A lot of you missed this. That's Baphomet, okay? Look at this single, the symbol of the Democrat National Convention of 2020. And there it is. Flip it around and it's the Baphomet. There you go. Now look, the Baphomet is in the D to... And isn't that a kind of a cute little picture of America? Death to America. That's what that meant, you guys. Democrat National Convention of 2020. Where are we now? America's almost dead, isn't it? Okay, they're getting their way. Uh, symbolism is everything. We're going to keep talking about it. Okay, but we're running out of time. Oh, we have a couple more. So I took these, actually. Uh, so... Right there, my daughter was babysitting. Look at the Elmo doll. Can you see? Zoom in on that foot and see what it is. You can zoom in at home or whatever. All right. That is the symbol for pedophilia. That says we love, we love sex with children. I was at church cleaning out our nursery and I was organizing the diapers. Can we show that one? That is the symbol for pedophilia. We're, they're in our faces. And the wise old owl. Yeah. That wise old demonic owl, we're in your face. We're going to show you. Symbolism is everything. They're laughing at us. Be aware of the symbols, guys. They're everywhere. Okay? There you go. That's the Arrowhead Mall. I don't know if you guys know Jake, the, the Q shaman who's been in prison for two years for nothing because he's a patriot and he loves God. Before, before he started protesting against the stolen election, Jake spent... Every week protesting in front of our mall here in Glendale, the Arrowhead Mall has tunnel systems under it that traffic children. And he stood out on the corner every day for over a year trying to bring awareness. Look at the symbol on the mall. They're not hiding it. But they're trusting that we're not believing it. But we're smarter than that, aren't we? We have got the Lord. Can't vote Democrat. Okay. Hosea. 14, 8 and 9. Read that. Hosea 14, 8 and 9. And I'm going to end with Hebrews chapter 13, verses 20 and 21. Don't forget to read Hosea. But Hebrews chapter 13, verses 20 and 21. Now may the God of peace, who brought us up from the who brought up from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep and ratified an eternal covenant with his blood. May he equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ, every good thing that is pleasing to him, all glory to him forever and ever. Pray up, know God, okay? Soften your heart, be aware of the symbols, stand, watch and pray. Watch and pray and speak out. Don't be afraid. I love you guys. Keep the faith. Keep fighting. Stay prayed up. Keep the armor on tight. Let's sing it out. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Gone are the dark clouds that had me Love you guys. Have a great week. Jesus is King.
You've been listening to Everything Homes special segment, Stories Needing Sharing, with Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained and we hope that you picked up some real life tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off.